this episode is the first one of the memory chapter and we're going to start by looking at coding capacity and duration of memory. Baddeley, in 1966, looked into the coding of memory. He found that it is both acoustic and semantic. His procedure was to give people acoustically similar words like cat, cab, can, or acoustically dissimilar words like pit, few, and cow. Uh, And then he also gave them semantically similar, so like great, large, and big, or semantically dissimilar, so good, huge, and hot. He found that the immediate recall of was worse with acoustically similar words, therefore short-term memory is acoustic. The recall after 20 minutes was worse with semantically similar words, therefore long-term memory codes semantically. Jacobs, in 1887, tested the capacity of memory. So he used digit spans to test. His procedure was that a researcher reads four digits and increases until the participant cannot recall the order correctly. The final number was the digit span. His findings were that on average, participants could repeat back 9.3 numbers and 7.3 letters in the correct order immediately after they were presented. Miller, in 1956, also looked into capacity and he found that the magic number was 7 plus or minus 2. Miller observed everyday practice and noted that things come in sevens. Notes of the musical scale, days of the week, deadly sins, for example. His findings were that the span of short-term memory is about seven items, plus or minus two, but is increased by chunking, which is grouping sets of digits or letters into meaningful units. Peterson and Peterson, in 1959, looked into the duration of short-term memory by using consonant syllables. 24 students were given a consonant syllable, for example, YCG, to recall, and a three-digit number to count backwards from. The retention interval was varied, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15 or 18 seconds. His findings were that after three seconds, the average recall was about 80%. After 18 seconds, it was about 3%. Short-term memory duration without rehearsal is up to 18 seconds. Barak et al., 1975, did a study on the duration of long-term memory by looking at yearbook photos. His procedure was that participants were 392 Americans aged between 17 and 74. They firstly had to do a recognition test where they looked at 50 photos from high school yearbooks and then they secondly had a free recall test which was where participants listed the names of their graduating class. The findings were that With the recognition test, they were 90% accurate after 15 years and 70% after 48 years. In the free recall test, they were 60% after 15 years and 30% after 48 years. One strength of Baddeley's study into coding is that it identified two memory stores. Later research showed that there are exceptions to Baddeley's findings but short-term memory is acoustic and long-term memory is mostly semantic. This led to the development of the multi-store model. One limitation of Baddeley's study is that it used artificial stimuli. The words used had no personal meaning to the participants, so it tells us very little about coding for everyday memory tasks. 
When processing more meaningful information, people use semantic coding even for short-term memory. This means the findings of this study have limited application. One strength of Jacob's study into capacity is that it had been replicated. This is an old study and may have lacked adequate controls. Despite this, Jacob's findings have been confirmed in later controlled studies. This shows that Jacob's study is a valid measure of short-term memory digit span. A limitation of Miller's research into capacity is that it may overestimate the short-term memory capacity. For example, Cohen, 2001, reviewed other research. He concluded the capacity of short-term memory was only about four plus or minus one chunks. This suggests that the lower end of Miller's estimate of five items is more appropriate than seven items. One limitation of Peterson and Peterson's study into duration is the meaningless stimuli. We sometimes try to recall meaningless things, so the study is not completely irrelevant, but recall of consonant syllables does not reflect meaningful everyday memory tasks. Therefore, the study lacked external validity. One strength of Barak et al's study is that it had high external validity. Everyday meaningful memories, so for example of people's faces and names, were studied. When lab studies were done with meaningless pictures to be remembered, recall rates were lower. This means that Barak et al's findings reflect a more real estimate of the duration of long-term memory.